Speaking for Pastor Henry Horner and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We continue on today with our study of our Lord's first major discourse, the Sermon on the Mount, as recorded by Matthew in chapters 5 through 7 of his Gospel. We are currently in chapter 6, verses 9 through 13, Matthew's account of what is commonly referred to as the Lord's Prayer. We have focused so far on the opening two words of this model prayer, which read, Our Father. They are recorded in verse 9. We continue on today in verse 9, moving on to the next two words, which read, In Heaven. In the opening phrase, Our Father, we express God's nearness to us. Now, here in the phrase, In Heaven, we express His distance from us. Our Father suggests holy, loving familiarity with God. In heaven suggests awful reverence. When we call God our Father, we express a relationship that we have all known and felt surrounding us even from our infancy. But when we call him our Father in heaven, we contrast him with the Father that we have here on earth. So we raise our souls to that heaven where God dwells, and to the majesty and glory that surrounds our God in his home. Now here once again is verse 9 of Matthew chapter 6, and it reads, Pray along these lines. Our Father in heaven, we honor your holy name.
God is not confined to this universe. He is beyond and above it. He is in the air spaces, in the stellar spaces, but he is far removed from his universe today. He is more than creation. He is the one sitting upon the throne of the universe, and he has it under his control. Now, here to bring us today's study is Pastor Henry Harder. How does a human talk to God? That the disciples wanted to know, so Jesus spoke to them about it. For the last three programs, I have focused on the words of Jesus when he suggested a model prayer. Jesus said, this is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Matthew 6, verse 9. I focused on the first word, our, suggesting that Jesus wanted his followers to know from the very beginning that they were never alone. There were others like them. Perhaps he was inferring that the church would soon be born, and he wanted them to realize they would live in community, not in isolation. They were to identify with other believers, with each other. I focused also on the word father. That term spoke to the disciples of intimacy and family. We don't have to address him as, O infinite, glorious, majestic, sovereign ruler of the universe. We can just say our Father. Today I want to focus on the words in heaven. Our Father in heaven. What did Jesus suggest by that phrase? Why did he put those words into this model prayer? When the disciples asked Jesus teach us to pray, we want to worship and pray right. We do not want to pray and worship like the pagans. Teach us, Lord. Jesus said, pray like this, Our Father in heaven. Why is it important that in some way in our prayers, we acknowledge that the God to whom we pray is in heaven? That sounds as though he's so far away, so distant. When you talk to someone, you want him right by your side. I prefer to speak face to face rather than long distance by telephone. Why our Father in heaven? Well, let's think about it. Why did Jesus include that phrase? I suggest a few possibilities. Perhaps that's Jesus' way of impressing the disciples that their God has a clear overall perspective on things. When the astronauts left this planet to go into space, they viewed Earth from another angle. They got a totally different perspective on Earth. They saw things they couldn't see before. And they saw geographical points in relation to each other, which man couldn't see from Earth. If satellites in space can read the numbers on sidewalks, how much more God? He's in heaven. He has a perfect perspective. He doesn't miss a thing. Or, perhaps Jesus is telling his disciples and us, by those words in heaven, that our God has the power to do something about our need. We know he has perspective. He's in heaven, but does he have the power too? A father is supposed to be able to do everything. I didn't grow up with a father. My father died when I was eight. But being a father, I soon discovered that fathers can't do everything. 
As children grow, they become aware that there are problems with which dads can't cope. They don't have the power. They're limited. They're on earth. They are earthbound. They are bound by time and space, limited in strength and brain power, in willpower and limited in every other way. A father on earth can't solve every problem, but our God is a father with all the Father's love and with a perfect perspective on our needs and the power to do something about them. There is no problem with which he can't cope, no tragedy, no heartbreak or loss of health, disillusionment, despair, failure, or success that he doesn't have the power to deal with. Our Father is in heaven. Surely, whatever else that phrase tells us, it tells us that God has perfect perspective on matters and the power to clear things up. Now, I've stressed two things that the words in heaven might suggest, his perspective and his power. By those words in heaven, Jesus might also impress upon his disciples and us that God is transcendent. The word transcend is made up of two words, Trance means over or beyond, and the second part, sendre, means to climb. Our God is in heaven that far transcends our little speck on a planet. God so far surpasses us humans that he really should be beyond the limits of our experience or even beyond the limits of our knowledge, beyond rationality. He is so far exalted above our level. Yet Jesus said that God is our Father. I find that thrilling and tremendously exhilarating, that the God is in heaven, and he is interested in having communication with me and you. I didn't create this God. The pagans created their gods, and they manipulated them. But we didn't create God. He created us, and he has made it possible for us to talk to him. So while God is transcendent, he is in heaven, he is also imminent, he is our father here on earth. It is at such a time when I wish my brain would keep going and plummet the depths of those words from the lips of Jesus. But our human minds can go only so far. We push as far as possible, but our minds are limited. So I hope I have jogged your thinking so that you will pursue in your mind what more these words of Jesus might mean. Our Father in heaven. Our human minds will never discover all that's in those words. The writer of Psalm 1 encouraged us, his readers, to meditate on the words of the Lord. It will be worth it.
What's new is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA. 